Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. here since the last time what yeah i've just brought that to you okay i was like damn do we always drink wine in here <laughs> it's actually been a while since we drank because we'd be doing it in the daytime before the last either. time was i think when stephanie was recording with us wasn't it yeah and we had was it moscato or riesling i think it might have been riesling yeah and you were knocking that shit back like a fucking champ. Was I? <laughs> he said, fuck it. <laughs> yes, I was. Um, I have some new sounds. Oh, shit. Peppery to me. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with y'all? You niggas are crazy. Who is that? <laughs> it's some pastor. Shit, Negro. That's all you had to say. <laughs> We are, I don't understand. I don't know how y'all do shit. Where you from? But let me tell you something. Where I'm from, we don't do oh, shit like that. that. <laughs> they tried to fucking kill me. <laughs> I remember that one. They tried to fucking kill me. Like, this is what Trump must have been listening to when he was like, "Yo, fuck it." A third degree. I shot my eye from a distance. What you see? <laughs> Keisha Cole was so mad at she was. When I'm done, you gon' know. Ain't make believe. Never knew that I was crippin'. If a nigga get the trippin', I'ma ride. Not cripping. Trump just in the White House just singing that shit. <laughs> Yo, we our first episode was last week and it was uh on New Year's Day and we were like on this it's a positive, it's gonna be a good year, all this type shit. The next day, World War Two was trending on Twitter. Yep. Or do you mean three? Three, yeah. Um, definitely three. It's been a lot of mixed, uh, not reviews, but mixed reactions, I guess, to it. Like a lot of people have been making light of it and making fun of it. And there's been memes and videos and it's been so many funny memes and videos. Hold on. Let me situate my mic or else I need to stop moving so much. Um, and then a lot of people have been like, man, this shit ain't funny. Like, how can y'all be sitting here making all these memes? Like, this is real. A lot of us had to, you know, pack up and deploy day after Christmas. This is true. So what do you think? I think all things can be right. Like, are we making light of it? Yes. Are people not being serious about something serious that affects actual people? Of course. Especially black people. We're very good at doing that. 
Yes. We are always on some level of escapism. Yeah. That's how we've survived. Right. So, and then plus like the initial, my initial reaction was like, oh fuck, this shit about to pop off. Yeah. And then where it becomes funny is because we literally have no control over a psychopath. Yeah, and, like, this nigga has literally, like, as much as I hate to say it, he has made all the right moves to keep himself where he wants to be in this whole situation. And it pisses me off. Because it's like, he's stupid, but he... He's calculated. He's calculated as fuck. But, I mean, that's why you gotta laugh at it. Because, like, the meme where they acted like he was... uh, uh, on Forty Year Old Virgin, where he was playing Romani Malco's character with Kevin Hart arguing, I and they seen that one. oh, that's the funny one. <laughs> where is my phone? I forget Kevin Hart's in Forty Year Old Virgin. The best part of Forty Year Old Virgin too. <laughs> Speaking of, I guess we'll segue into that. Yes, we will talk about that. I finally finished you. Still have not. this your boy part man yeah that's just so real because it's like be like damn yeah it is this our nigga <laughs> like man this that's the that's the funny part like we fucking hate this dude we and it, at the same time it's like he's the fucking president we have to claim him yeah we're facebook official <laughs> 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 like we can't be like i don't know this nigga <sighs> and then the funniest part like I say funny because none of this shit is actually funny. It's just you got to find humor and shit or you'll fucking be miserable. And I refuse to be miserable over Donald Trump. Mm. Um, When after he did the hit, which it was a hit, that nigga put up a 1980s JPEG of the American flag and didn't say nothing. And people were like, he just threw up the set. <laughs> the fuck? Like Donald Trump essentially ordered a hit on a rival gang and then it's just like yeah we about to get these niggas it's like bruh you doing too much and where we get two trillion dollars for a fucking war questions that need answers and also what's gonna happen after we spend this two trillion dollars along with the i think 800 billion that we did to start space force and the tax cuts that are not that are taking money out of our pockets. What are we going to do when this $4 trillion of deficit is added? I thought Republicans are supposed to be fiscal conservatives. Hmm. This, that, ooh, spicy. That's a hot take. Yep. Yep. Listen, 2 trillion would have killed all the student loan debt. I'm just saying. Yeah, I think 1 trillion would have probably done that. I'm just saying. And it would have freed up a, a future generation where we could start wealth. But instead, 
let's start another fucking war so the leaders of war can make more money off killing of it. people senselessly because we have a president that can't get his head out of his own ass like that's this the most emotional nigga ever like i need obama to weigh in we need some encouraging words from obama and we don't deserve obama <laughs> <laughs> like that's the that's the real truth we man we don't deserve obama we took him for granted niggas included we were just like man he didn't do enough he didn't do this shit and the other thing is i was listening to jock johnson podcast a couple months ago and somebody said this so i don't want to claim this trump is the first nigga president <laughs> and i don't mean that no good way right. yeah <laughs> like every negative stereotype about black people trump embodies and is loud and wrong just like that shit this nigga got three baby mamas. Oh, gross. <laughs> he got a gold toilet. Damn, he is he a hood nigga. At that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I bet his ways would be on point. <laughs> but he in debt like a motherfucker. Like a nigga. <laughs> a hood nigga. He flashy as fuck, but ain't got nobody's money. Going on all these vacations, stunting. <laughs> And this nigga be out here lying on his dick. Like, that shit is wild. <laughs> First nigga president. Yikes. Yuck. You gotta laugh at it. Like, like just waking up and be like, yo, Donald Trump is fucking president. And is wilding the fuck out. And people are riding for him. They think he's doing a good job. It's cult of personality. And it also shows... Fascism can actually happen in America. People think he's doing a good job. And he's a Christian. A Christian. Uh, yeah, I'm tired. That's why you got big jokes. You got but big jokes. And now we're stuck. Because um, you can't be, they can't follow through with the impeachment process or continue to pull him out. You actually. Right. You, you actually could. Because. You can make the argument that he tried to start a war without Congress permission, which is not constitutional. But what else has he done that has not been constitutional? That hasn't been clocked or was clocked way too late. <laughs> they didn't pass that obstruction of justice charge for uh, impeachment. And he clearly obstructed justice. I can't remember the two articles that they got him for. Yeah, but the the question is, are they going to get him? I don't know. Man, this show, man, it's good to be white, bro. Like, that shit is wild as fuck. Can you imagine if Donald Trump doing all this nigger shit actually had uh, brown skin? They'd be ready. To, he'd be out of office now. Yeah. Did like, yeah. No way, no way Obama could have gotten away with a tenth of the shit that he's been able to get away with. No fucking way. And then also I'm at the point now of just embrace chaos. Fuck it. We already here. Like I can't I can't worry about some shit that's gonna happen. All I can do is vote in November. Mm. And if that shit don't work, fuck it. I mean that's all I can do. I can vote in the primaries and then I can vote in November. Mm-hmm. And that's all anybody else can fucking do. So. What? I'm tired. I'm just ready for him to go. Yeah. But 
stuff he's doing now is going to live with us forever. I know. And black people going to be okay. We survived fucking slavery. I mean, we going to be okay, but the country that we love might not be. But hey, that country also doesn't love us the same all the time, too. I'm going to cut this part out. <laughs> Got too real all of a sudden. Nah, don't cut it out, fam. I'm talking that revolutionary shit. Leave it. Leave it. Let these hoes know. Teach these devils. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What's wrong with y'all? You niggas are crazy. They're trying to fucking kill me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I wonder how Miley's... Um, so <laughs> in the midst of World War Three, mm. oh, how do you feel about it? I mean, how you feel about like people making fun of like the memes? I don't, I don't really, I don't feel like angry that people are making fun or making light because. For one, like when it comes to stuff like this and people talking about the draft, a lot of people tend to think that they're invincible. Yeah. Um, So a lot of these niggas that are making fun are probably thinking that, you know, this ain't got nothing to do with them. It's not going to affect them. So to them, it's nothing. Um, But also just like, like you said, like we have to find a way to (laughs) be able to cope with reality a lot of times and comedy honestly is like therapy for a lot of people yeah um comedy always comes out of dark places like comedy it stems from dark situations so i get it but i mean i don't know i i understand like both sides of the coin like i can understand you know people wanting to make light and have fun and i can understand people being upset that people are making light and having fun because some people are actually living that life. Yeah. It's it's literally like flip sides of one coin. Like you got the people who are upset are the ones who are actually living that life. Yeah. The ones who are making light are the ones who are way further removed from it. So it's just, it's perspective. It's point of view. And, and then plus, I don't think, I don't think the people making jokes were like, it's not jokes at the expense of the military. Right. Because we all have people that are connected to us that are in the military. Especially in black and brown homes. A lot of a lot of people make up the military. Yeah. So, it's it's not that. But, it's like, what, what the fuck are you going to do? And, I don't know. Like, that's... I mean, like I said, first thing that ran through my mind was I was, like, scared and shit. Because <laughs> um, being a history nerd, you know, people don't understand how World War Two happened. Like, they don't understand how fucked up World War Two was because it seems like it was forever ago. Mm-hmm. 3% of the population of the world died. It's a pretty <laughs> in like four or five years, three percent of the world died. Big deal, yeah. And it literally changed everything after it. If and then plus with nineteen nineteen forties technology, 
World War Three was terrifying. Mm-hmm. With the shit we got now. Yeah. It could be a nightmare. Yeah. So, I mean, it is a serious thing. But at the same time, when you got a comic book villain as president, <laughs> you got to kind of laugh at some of this shit. <laughs> like, this nigga is really acting like a fucking thug. And I don't mean like that as a cool thing. Like, he's literally a fucking thug. Yeah. Not giving a damn, like, on some fuck these niggas shit. And the other thing that I do find kind of amazing, they want to wrap themselves in red, white, and blue. None of his kids have ever fought for this country. Nobody in his family has ever fought for this country. That's true, too. His family wasn't even in this country until the last hundred years. Yeah, last century, early 1900s. Yeah. But he's the biggest <clears throat> patriot of all of us. <laughs> None of his kids are going to sign up for the fucking war. Patriot. None of his kids. But they will profit off of it. Yeah. They will invest in all these defense uh, companies. And they went up. The stock market went up for them this past week. Of course. Until the basic human rights are equally guaranteed to all without regard to race. Until the color of a man's skin is no no more significance than the color of a man's eyes. Hmm. We say war. That shit was dope, dope. <laughs> You know that shit was dope. <laughs> Perfect timing. Um, at Holly Selassie. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. The world's going fucking crazy. Yeah, World War Three trending. You had people talking about Blue Ivy, which happy birthday to Blue. Happy birthday, Blue. What is she eight? Mm-hmm. And then you had people talking about she's ugly and all this other sick shit to talk about a fucking kid. And I think it's still just Beyonce haters. I just, I don't understand people that talk shit about kids, though. Me either. That's a special, like, w- that's fucking sick. But anyway, she gonna grow up and be the ruler of all of us. So we just have to wait. Um, <laughs> that Her day is coming. And then she will inherit the throne and all will kneel. <laughs> Maybe, like, uh, you know, and uh what was the video they did where they had her as an adult and she was like the leader of the world family business you never saw that video Mm-mm. like they t- they do it in the future and they don't tell you who she is but they have uh beth from this is us and then you're like she looks familiar I've seen all kinds of memes about her just like running shit and ruling shit but I haven't seen like and then you realize that like she's talking about her mother and father and what they did in the early part of the century and you realize it's her at the end of it. I ain't even know, fam. Yeah. You gotta get your stand shit up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah. Yeah, at that, yeah, people saying Ari Lennox and Tiana Taylor are ugly and look like bulldogs. I I don't understand people I don't understand people. And then First off, that's a fucking lie for both of them. Deanna Taylor, both of them are fine as shit. Like, 
talented as fuck. Yeah. Now, cool my, ass, keep the, it real ass women. The only thing I didn't un- understand really was, was that necessarily racist? To say that they look like dogs? Yeah. I felt like that was a stretch. Yeah. I is mean, it colorism? More than likely, yes. Comparing black people to animals is, I feel like, always going to be linked to racism. Yeah. I get that. It just felt like, it was like, nah. And that's why I was ready to quit Twitter the early <laughs> part of that day. And then World War Three started. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? And then the meme started. And I was like, oh, I'm back. If I quit anything, it's going to be Facebook first. Bro, I'm quitting Facebook. Which is another thing that I'm I'm working on, like clearing things out like every day. So I cleared all the photos out of my phone. I actually started doing that too. Like all of them. After I saw you tweeted, I was like, that's good. I had over 6,000 photos in my phone. I have 2,000. I only had that phone for a year and a half. It freed up like 10 gigs. Yeah. <laughs> like um and terrell was responding to me like psychopath or why would you do that he always says everything i do it has to do with me being a psychopath i'm like i don't understand what you mean when you say that but i was just like i mean shit it's a new decade number one and two like the space reasons like i needed this space and right. three like it's just a lot of memories in there that i just didn't want to carry with you have anymore like i'm trying to actually start fresh like this new year is a little bit different because it's a new decade i feel like it feels different so you're getting your eternal sunshine of the spotless mind on right right i also had a conversation uh with i told him about himself in a very nice nice not yeah. nice nasty not even nice nasty just, just honest yeah i just sat down with him and i was like do you feel like you've been a good friend to me and he was like yeah and i was like because i don't feel that way and i just told him i was like the way you neglect me in this way and i feel like i do things for you that you would never do for me and yada 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 like we always you know we've had all these conversations about what we want to do and i'm always holding you accountable you say you care about me but you don't you don't hold me accountable in the same ways like i just feel like the give and take in this relationship is not equal and I told him I was like if we're gonna you know continue to be friends like you want us to be you gonna have to step it up like then I was just talking to him about like how he communicates and like I was like there should be no reason why like I send you a simple text about something and I never get a response and then I see you at work and you're on your phone I'm like I don't understand that like why do you always neglect me in that way? And he was just like, I mean, like, I have, you know, that's just how I am. And I'm like, nah, like, I'm not accepting, right. no, that's just how I am type shit. And he's just like, I got, you know, plenty of other friends that I'm the same way with. And, you know, they're cool. Like, they know that, you know, when we link up, it's the same. It's like, we never skipped a beat and yada, yada. I'm like, that's because they ain't shit either. <laughs> and I thought Damn. I was like, they okay with that because they ain't shit. But I'm not okay with that. Like, that's not how I'm rolling. Like, if you can't if even handle, like, basic communication with me, like, you can't consider yourself my friend. Right. So, yeah. What do you say? He was just like, that really hurts my feelings. And I was like, well, imagine how I feel. True. Imagine how I feel. Like, imagine how it feels being neglected. And imagine how it feels being emotionally yoked back and forth with you, like, Figure out what you want so you can stop this, like, weird 
yo-yoing of your actions and be more consistent and be you know I'm saying like a better person so you can actually have a path that you're following and and not just talking a bunch of shit and walking it a different way like be about the shit that you say you want to be about period do you think he's gonna do it I don't know I don't have any expectations um I feel like every time I have like a talk with him in this manner he immediately acts different like literally the next day he was all like busting his ass at work I was like oh somebody came to work ready to work and he was like yeah man like new year new me and I was like oh okay (laughs) 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 I was like oh okay right we'll see okay nigga um but yeah, I just I just had a moment like I was just thinking about like a bunch of things with a bunch of my friends and I was just like I really need to tighten up, rein in the people who I'm going to call my people and really like be intentional about who I want around me and I only want people around me that are on the same shit that I'm on. Okay. Like if you not actually trying to help yourself or if you are always you have all these grand ideas but nothing ever comes to fruition like i'm tired of doing that i could do that by myself i do that all the time (laughs) right i literally do that shit all the fucking time falling into the same patterns but never putting anything into action like i'm just i'm tired of it this year is is a year that some shit has to shake some gotta change so Okay. I've been doing the same, but also I've been like, I don't know. Like, I guess now I'm not depressed anymore. My mind is clear as fuck, and my creativity came back in a yeah. way that and it's like crazy. I feel like clearing out my phone really helped me mentally as well. Yeah. Kind of needs to do that with some of my contacts. <laughs> Bro, I need to do that shit too. Start hitting some folks with the who is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have your number saved no more. Who this? <laughs> that is the best way to humble a person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been, I don't know. It's been interesting. He was kind of like lingering around last night after we close like normal. Like it's, it, it always happens that way. Like somebody says like, you know, let's just cool it. Let's do this. And I'm like, okay. Like, I'm going to give you what you want. But then, here you are. <laughs> here you are. So, it's just like, no. Figure out what the fuck you want. Okay. Um, yeah. I ain't. I've decided, also, I'm not. It's not even, like, with the dating thing with me. I'm just not pursuing. You don't like me. That's what it is. Is my world is not gonna end. (laughs) Like I am not gonna change myself. I'm not gonna like sit up here be like, well, why didn't she show up? Yeah, that's literally where I'm at. Like, fuck that shit, nigga. You tell me you just want to be friends. Okay, we'll be my friend. But I'm gonna let you know when you ain't being my friend. (laughs) Exactly. What kind of friend you not finna be? You ain't finna be no yo yo friend. We not finna be friends with benefits. You not gone. Use me emotionally when you need me. Yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am not emotional support for you. Mm-mm. Friends go, it's a two-way street. Yeah. I am not for parasitic relationships also. Boom. So, we're nipping that in 2020. 
I got 2020. Vi- no, I, just, <laughs> I can't even do it. I was going to try to do it. I can't even do it. Like that, I hate you, niggas. I do too. <laughs> fuck out of here. Shit. I hate. It's a new vision. Like, 2020 you. means perfect vision. Like, you know, niggas been waiting. Wait, wait, I'm going to let this shit. It's just like when uh, New Year's about to happen, people were like, I can't wait to get my AC new since last year. Jokes. You niggas ain't fucking shit. <laughs> shit but yeah no i'm not i'm not giving people more than i give myself anymore and that's what i was doing that's that's the best way to do it like be there for the people that's there for you i respect it my g but right um yeah it's i don't know i'm trying to move uh more intelligent i'm not i'm trying not to move off emotion as much now mm-hmm. like that's why I, I really know i'm not depressed anymore because like i can see some shit where i i did some dumb ass fucking shit mm-hmm. just because i was in my fucking feelings and I'm, same i'm not doing that shit anymore yeah no nope. i say that shit now i'm be in my feelings a couple months later be like I'm back in my shit now this way. <laughs> What's uh, crazy is I feel like every time I have like these kind of like realizations and I start moving differently is when the same people who swear that they, you know, were done fucking with me in a certain way or the same people who were pulling back, I feel like they always they become like even more attracted to me. Like then they kind of start lingering around a little bit more and i'm yeah. just like it's the toxic <laughs> <laughs> toxicity is attracted to uh confidence right so you break that shit all the way fucking down nah bro nah but yeah um i've also realized i'm a boring motherfucker why do you say that like i just be just like i, mean, like, I don't have anything to fucking do right now what do you mean? So, like, I get stir crazy. Like. What, like on your off days? Yeah, like the last two days I haven't done shit. Oh. And then I was just like. Do you actually want to do shit or are you okay with just chilling though? That's the question. I'm not used to having time. Yeah. And then also. I haven't built any new relationships with people. Mm. And then plus the whole dating shit turned me off from stuff and i'm like nah, i gotta at least meet people not an intention of dating just be around people so i've been kind of uh networking with people and also i'm about to get the computer so that went i had taken that to i was talking to the, one of the guys there he actually does music and it's really fucking good hmm. he was a young black dude but yeah and he does like photography and video and shit and so we were talking about all of that. And then he's actually friends with one of my former students. That sounds old. <laughs> and my one of my former students does photography. And Who doesn't do photography nowadays? Yeah. That's what I want to know. That's true. Because, I mean, even, I ain't done it in a while, but I, I, it's part of my, uh, it's one of the things I can, that sounds so fucking weird to be like just one of the things i can do video and photography i have been taking an assessment of my skills and i'm the fucking shit um (laughs) (laughs) 
was like, I was thinking last year I built a website. We did this shit. And we have a clothing line. We got merch, nigga. I know. <laughs> like legitimate you know, ass merch. You like if you go to our store <laughs> <laughs> then you will see tons of options. Um We are Lincoln Bio head ass niggas. Lincoln Bio <laughs> head ass niggas. Uh, uh we are creatives. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know I hate it too, but I did change my my uh personal one to a uh a creator account hmm but i changed mine to um a business account mine i have a digital creator as mine and i don't have podcaster on there for some reason wait i don't even i don't even know you could be that specific i thought it- yeah they have a personal one where you could be like actress model blah 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 oh. makeup artist even oh it's one of the options but it kind of like on this, like on our uh, podcast page, it's kind of like that, except for it doesn't have exactly all in the same as a business. Um, speaking of which, since I'm about to delete Facebook, can you just run the Facebook one, hundred <laughs> percent? Yeah, Ugh, I can't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hate Facebook too. That way we can. Uh, Grow citywide, and we can take over this motherfucker. <laughs> we can do it. Um, I kind of want to go to the Devin Keith thing, but I feel like I'm gonna be working. Yeah, I think it's a third. It's a is that Thursday? Is that no? It's a Monday, isn't it? It's one uh, it's Sunday. It's a Sunday, I think. But yeah, I do want to. Yeah, it is a Sunday. Yeah, I normally work on Sundays. Me too. I want to be involved in shit more. Not even like from like growing and shit. Just to, it's our fucking city, so we gotta get on our thirty uh, uh, something shit <laughs> out here networking. Thirty something, sheesh. It sounds <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Is that what we are? Thirty something. Thirty something. No, no, he's thirty something. <laughs> we just turned 31 and now we're gonna be 32 this year oh gosh it's weird yeah it is i will whatever it's better than not not aging still cute you know what i'm saying i'm kind of a big deal <laughs> bro i get carded everywhere now still do you yeah i got carded the other night first time in a while this dude was like he was like I got your ID. He's like eighty eight. Really? I was like, yeah, bro. I'm <laughs> out here, I'm I'm just cute as fuck. I'm seasoned. <laughs> like, I don't know. And then plus, now that they they did the thing like uh, where you got to be twenty one to get tobacco, they really on that shit. Oh yeah, they are. They are. For people that ever say, "What do you do? you never talk about the good things Trump has done?" Which is usually nothing. That's one of the good things. Cause these little niggas right here jeweling at like fourteen. <laughs> this is true. Jewel face ass. I ain't I ain't hit my jewel. In I months. feel like that's died down. I yeah. haven't heard. Everybody was like, oh, "Yo, let's let's take a step back." 
It always takes a couple people to die. <laughs> He's like, whoa, <laughs> you can die from that shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because I straight, man, that jewel life is way worse than smoking cigarettes. Because <laughs> you can take that shit anywhere. And I always used to cough after I hit my shit. Man, and then people just hit it like all day, like back to back to back to back to back to back to back. And that shit be heavy buzzing, man. Mm-mm. And ha- like, it gave you weird-ass dreams. Speaking of which, <laughs> I had a weird-ass dream the other day after the whole World War Three thing. I dreamed that I was in the apocalypse. You were there. Mm-hmm. We were just chilling. <laughs> and we went somewhere, and a lot of people weren't there. I was like, man, bro, I think the rapture happened. <laughs> and you got on your phone, no lie. Ran to your car and just bounced. I didn't see you for the rest of the dream. <laughs> and me and Spy Guy were trying to figure the shit out. <laughs> and I woke up and was like, huh, that shit was wild. <laughs> but you would definitely just get on your phone and just, I just bounce. I just had a nah fam moment. <laughs> nah fam. I'm a bounce, bruh. All right, I'm going to head out. Where, where the fuck Kim go? <laughs> <laughs> that Irish exit on another level. Bruh, like that shit was like, I guess that shit really did affect me more than I let on. Cause I was like, yeah, I'm dreaming about the fucking apocalypse. I had a weird dream like that too. I was dreaming when I wrote this. I was on a road trip with a friend. We were going to go like see their family or something. I want to say we went to California, but then we got there and they ended up just leaving me there with their cousins and shit for like days but like their cousins were like gangster ass niggas <laughs> like we were in the ghetto ghetto <laughs> the ghetto like the scary ghetto not not Huntsville ghetto <laughs> uh, not ALP right <laughs> then they came back and got me and then that was it were you like different like on that Fresh Prince episode where he went back for Carlton and Carlton was a gangbanger <laughs> No, I was a little bitch because I was crying for two days. I don't want to be a Compton. I, I just remember being nervous as fuck and like sitting in one spot the whole time. Like I didn't want to move. I just sat there. That's a, do you think your suburban ass can handle like real like hood shit? No. Nah. I ain't built for it. Nope. Like, Especially being a woman. Hell no. Nah. Yeah. Like my freshman year when I went to grad with what? I I was fully immersed in black culture and I was around some niggas I shouldn't have been hanging out with. That shit was wild. That's the first time I ran from the police. Oh, yeah. I, now, I done seen some shit um, being down the street from Tuskegee. Whew, yeah. But, nah, I don't think, like, I've been to the projects here, like I said, because I have a couple friends that stay over there. Man, you scared no project but at Huntsville. <laughs> Huntsville projects ain't shit to be scared about. <laughs> yeah. We ain't talk about none of the shit we were gonna talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. We need to talk about okay, let's talk about Kevin Hart. Okay. Oh Kevin Hart special. So we were talking well, I've been catching up on Netflix, like I said. One of the things I watched was the Kevin Hart series, uh, Don't Fuck This Up, which is an apt title because that nigga gonna fuck this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> he 
Like, who the fuck? Kevin Hart might be the dumbest motherfucker I've ever fucking like watched something of. It was very interesting. It's all I'm gonna say. Like, it was it was good. Like overall, it was good. Being able to see his backstory and whatnot. Um. I think the main thing that rubbed me the wrong way a little bit was the whole cheating scandal thing and the way that he like danced around uh, accountability Yeah, during that. Cause he was saying like, you know, he didn't know what was going on. He was by himself. He was, you know, on a level and, and he he did different things because it was a different situation. His boys weren't with him, you know what I'm saying? Because if his boys were with him, then they would have been able to, you know, tap him on the shoulder. But I'm just like, but you a grown ass man, and you know that you're married, right? Why do you need your boys to tap you on the shoulder to keep you in line? Like, why couldn't you just say, I fucked up? And just left it at that. Like that that was that was I think the only part that really made me feel like, damn, like he's still a fuck nigga. Yeah. Everything else I was like, okay, like his work ethic obviously is like unmatched right now. Um it's a little dangerous too, though. Like Yeah, he would definitely work himself into a stroke. That's probably why he's working his ass off, like or working aneurysm. out, yeah, to keep him. Like you can't keep that pace unless you, all the way in the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I respected it. I respected it up until that point, and I was like, I'm, I'm just not here for grown ass men not being able to say, "Look, I fucked up. We are working our way through it. We are, you know, I'm saying I'm doing everything I can to regain trust." And and he said all those things. But it was still just under the guise of, I didn't know what I was doing. My boys weren't there. I didn't have, I didn't right. have my team. I didn't have nobody that like. Mm. That's true. One thing I will say about that though is there is a dynamic to moving outside of your circle during some things that does leave you open for, quote unquote, enemies or situations to get bad. Yeah. But that doesn't change the fact that he's a grown ass man. Mm. He never takes accountability for anything, though. That's the shit that kept bothering me. Like, it's just like, along with the uh, cheating thing, in which he tried to make it seem like he was the victim because his boy is the one that took the video of him. Mm. And he was way more upset about his boy betraying him than him betraying his fucking wife and making her look stupid. Mm -hmm. And then I get, I ain't in their life. But the idea, she was like, you get... uh, that strike two, you get three strikes. It's kind of like, damn, that's kind of weird. When I saw her cry, I cried. Yeah, and that's I, like I ain't even, I ain't never been cheated on, but I was hurt for her. You ain't never been cheated on. That shit sucks, bro. Woo. Yeah. Oh, damn. I'm going with. <laughs> I haven't been in any relationships other than the one I was in in high school. So True. technically, you can't really be cheated on unless you're in a relationship, right? I, and I, I mean, honestly, I don't know. I mean, yeah. 
did anybody was ever fucking with anybody else while we were talking or dating or whatever I've done with these niggas. I don't really know what to call it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever these niggas call it shit. Uh, uh, date, hanging out or whatever. But um, yeah, along with that, the the thing that was fucking crazy to me was the fucking fight they had on the fucking plane. You don't remember that? Mm-hmm. With his his bodyguard? Oh, um, his yeah. trainer, yeah. Yeah, because he was egging him. He was basically, like, like questioning his finances. He was like, like, do you have a house? Do you have a house? I would have had to kill Kevin Hart. I was like, nigga, where the fuck is this coming from? That was definitely some misplaced anger. But that's when I was like, this nigga is, is really imploding. Like, he is losing his fucking shit. Yeah. And, like, I get, like, all right. And they were, like, really good friends. I mean, they still, I know they got better. But that, that's the other thing about having really good friends. Sometimes you say fucked up shit to them because you know they're going to be there. Mm. And that's so fucked up. And that's that's another um, side effect also, though, of getting to a certain level and forgetting where you come from. Exactly. Like, I feel like he's had success for so long now. And he's kind of thinking it's self-made. And to a certain degree, it is self-made. But the people around you have have allowed. Which is why they're still there. Which is why right. he pays them what he pays them. Right. But my thing is, don't, don't patronize me. That is one of my pet peeves. I, I, I am a gentle soul until you try to patronize me. And I want to fucking rip your fucking heart out. Like, yeah. don't do that shit to me. Especially number one, your trainer, your, your trainer is like six four, six five, maybe even six six. That nigga big, and is in good shape. And he hulking. Like, not yeah. only is he tall, but he is hulking. Like, he gotta be a smooth like two seventy five. What do the white boys say? A unit. <laughs> He's a fucking unit. <laughs> he gotta be like two. That nigga is solid. Do you hear me? Solid. He gets you right. Like, and like he said, he was doing this shit before you. So like he been out here physically. Why would you start anything with that nigga? He look like a tree. Yeah. <laughs> and you the size of a little girl. <laughs> A sixth grade little girl at that. But that also is that good man complex shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like, damn, Kevin you, Hart. You gonna run your mouth because that's all you got is your mouth. But right. Which, I mean, I wouldn't just run up on Kevin Hart. He's shorter than me, but he, I mean, he ain't too much shorter than me. He could punch me in my fucking mouth. I mean, he probably packs a punch being that he is also physically fit, but. but that nigga, but that ain't the nigga to try. That, a tall nigga like that. This nigga is literally twice your size. He'll pick you up. Like, Hold it, little guy. He is literally twice your size. Yes. Nah, fam. And then you've made this giant mad. Nah, bro. Not only, like, sure, you have people around you, but if this nigga gets a swinging, ain't nobody holding him back? No. Nah. Every man for himself. You, you pick a fight, nigga, you gonna end that shit. That's how you... Hey, I ain't got shit to do with that shit. That's none of my business. But yeah, that was definitely like a misplaced anger moment, uh, a pre-mental breakdown moment. Yeah. He, bet- was, he was dealing with a lot of things that he had done wrong in his life. I feel like 
So I wonder if he has a therapist. <laughs> I, I think he has to, yeah. Cause like the way that he the way that he works himself and the way that he talks about like why he works the way he works is to, you know, make sure that his kids will have and make sure that he doesn't lose his place and yada yada yada. But I'm just like, at what point though do you realize that you know what I'm saying, what you have is enough? I don't He reminds me of a Quincy Jones. Yeah. I think you have to have a drive like that to be that successful. But also at the same time, I think the whole I'm doing this to feed my kids thing is kind of a cop out. You're also doing it for self-serving reasons. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing because by all means you work hard, you you can do whatever the fuck you want. But I mean, it's Especially when you have your wife who is always like, you've been gone all day. Right. You, you, you home off the road, but you're not home. Like you still out here working and having meetings and having dinners and even when you are home you on the phone you on your computer like i mean that's the drive it takes when do you actually rest though you gotta rest you gotta rest i think i think that he must have saw the thing before the last episode because he comes back at the end and he's like all right i fucked up like especially with the like the uh the gay comments mm-hmm. the way he handled it was completely wrong and they were practically begging him like kevin no and he was like nope nope i'm not gonna keep apologizing because once you start apologizing you have to keep apologizing not if you have a efficient apology right you, if you, not if the don't do the if i offended you then because that's not an apology yeah do it right the first time you don't have to do it again and then plus the fact that he had gay people on his staff telling him like almost crying telling him his manager was like yes you need to do it he's like yeah. no she was like yeah <laughs> like they kept going back and right. forth and any anytime he took it upon himself to do something it backfired it never worked because he was in he was in a wrong spirit like his his, his realm of reality is so altered that's the other part of it like he doesn't have he's not in the world enough to understand that you're not just talking about people behind the keyboard you're talking about actual people with lives that are harassed killed and marginalized in so many different ways that you're literally slapping them in the face by Mm -hmm. saying i'm not going to apologize for something i did there are real life consequences to this and he started feeling that shit that's why he uh came back around yeah and then he and then the other thing was when he was like i'm not a homophobe i know homophobes nigga you a homophobe too that's not an excuse (laughs) right it's levels to this shit (laughs) like you might not be making gay jokes or uh beating up gay people but you're literally facilitating not changing as a per not uh allowing people to criticize you Mm -hmm. because you feel like you've apologized enough so it's kind of one and the same he just he he just has to slow down so that he can see things a little bit more clearly yeah and it's peak privilege for you to be like yeah this like i'm i'm just not gonna do it yeah yeah that's showing that this shit doesn't matter to you therefore these people don't matter to you Mm -hmm. which goes in line with what they're saying about you being a homophobe Mm -hmm. 
And these people, a lot of these people are your supporters. Yeah. So you guys to be more careful while you out here talking about, you know, making sure your kids can always eat. Way you do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also Hollywood is the wrong place for you to take a moral stand against. I'm not going to apologize to gay people. And they were very explicit about that. Be like, no, Kevin, I don't think you think about this. Yeah. Like, it ain't only niggas out here supporting. <laughs> you get a lot of way. You get away with a lot of shit with niggas supporting you, but you got you got global money. Another thing that kind of like touched me or or broke my heart a little bit was when they were talking to Heaven. It was kind of towards the end, I think, when they yeah. were asking her like how she felt about her dad being gone so much or working so mm-hmm. much, and she was just like. Um, well, I guess I'm just kind of used to it. And I was like, oh, and then when she, but you could tell, like, when you say that you're used to it, there is like, there's a level of, of understanding though. Like you have to understand that what he's doing is not normal. Like, you know, that, you know, that he could be around more, you know, that other kids probably have their dads around more, but you're just accepting this from your dad because he's different. So it's like that broke my heart. Cause it's just like, damn, like you want to say that you wish that he was around more, but, but you know, you can't say that. You can't say that. Cause the, that's not going to change nothing. The other thing with that was when she said, I mean, I'm used to not being around. It's just like when I'm at my mom's, he's not around I'm like, damn. And she's smart as hell. She's very smart. His, his kids are pretty as hell too. Yeah. You cute kids. And it's so weird because it's gonna sound hey fuck. It's so weird because you don't ever see dark skinned Hollywood kids. Yeah, that's true. Unless they're like already like in the in the industry. Right. Oh yeah. But that, that definitely made me sad too. I was just like, damn, like I Oh no. It's gotta be hard for Iniko too, especially with um Kenzo being so young. I don't know. Like I don't think do you think you could ever be in a relationship with somebody who worked that much and was always gone? I think I could. If you had kids though. I don't know. Because Aniko is taking care of all of them the same. His ex-wife not in primary custody. I, I thought, thought they had... had joint. Do they not have joint? They might have joint. If but... they have joint, wouldn't um wouldn't that mean that sometimes they would be with a Nico? Yeah, but it just depends on whatever their divorce and yeah. Statement. I don't know what kind of agreement they had, but I I just assumed that it was joint. I'm sure it's some level of joint, but but she's the way that heaven said it made me think that his ex-wife had primary custody yeah i mean it would make sense if he's on the road that much it would make sense and then whenever he gets free time we just fly the kids back out Mm. and they're together but i don't i often wonder how i would be as a parent um i mean the the naive uh, version of me because I don't have kids is like I'll be a dope ass fucking parent, <laughs> but but the inside of me is like, 
even if you're a good parent, you can fuck your kids up. (laughs) So that's the part of me that scares me. So I don't know how I would be as a parent. I feel like I would be so protective that my anxiety would be through the roof. I get nervous when I'm around my, like my niece and nephews, like when, when they were younger and they would be running around and they would fall. I would like, Mm -hmm. it, it makes me just nervous. Or That's even, how I was too. And my sister was like, I'm used to it. And I'm just right. like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like my sister did the thing, like when a baby would fall and they wouldn't uh, be like, oh my God, like rush over. And you'd be like, oh, that nigga sound like he hit his head hard as fuck. Are y'all going to check that fuck? <laughs> but it's not your kid, so you can't do shit. you like, man, fuck. But yeah. I, I get nervous also when like, I'm at work or something. And because, I the office I work at is not a child not uh, child friendly not child safe or friendly and it's sharp corners and everything around and the babies get there and they're running around just like oh my god oh my god oh my god God, please don't get hurt because if a kid got hurt for me I don't I couldn't I I couldn't deal Mm -hmm. that would be the worst feeling in the world to me just because I would just love kids like that Mm -hmm. but I don't know yeah, that's how I'll be feeling about my nephew for sure. But I guess, I don't know, I guess you kind of become a little bit more desensitized when you're around them all the time. Right. When they're literally there <laughs> all the time. they always bumping that noggin. Right. Like, man, this nigga do this shit all day. Because <laughs> <laughs> my nephew stay bumping his head. I'd be like, damn, nigga, like, you don't get tired of bumping your head. <laughs> Like, that same desk down. is always there, bro. <laughs> you, calm down. Quit moving so fast. When Deshaun was four. Oh. That nigga's taller than me now. He's so cute. My nephew's going to be four in May. I forget when they that little. My youngest cousin, uh, my auntie, uh, the one that her car was parked here mm-hmm. when you came, she got engaged. Okay. This weekend? Oh, uh, yeah. And when she went out of town or wherever she was at? Yeah, she was in New Mexico. Okay, turn up. And so uh, when she got back, I went to my mom's house, and my two little cousins were there. And my cousin Xavier is taller than me now. And I remember when I could literally hold him in my hands. Cause Isn't he was, that weird? He was a preemie, so he was like four or five pounds. So I could hold him in both my hands. Yeah. And that nigga's taller than me. He dapped me up. I'm like, hey, this <laughs> It's a, it's a real it's a full nigga. circle moment. <laughs> like, God damn, this nigga's grip is strong as fuck. <laughs> this is a real person. And then, like, I, I asked like my little cousin something, his sister, and then, uh, like later, I was like, "Ain't she like thirteen or something?" My mom was like, "She's like 15. I was like, "Shit." Yeah. My cousin, he's graduating from high school this year. Age. It is a thing. A couple of my cousins are pregnant now, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. They were like my kids. <laughs> my babies are growing up. I know. Um, But, yeah, my cousin, I mean, my aunt listens. <laughs> she was like, I was wearing the uh, Who's Kim shirt. She was like, I want a sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I wear that, people tell me, I'm mean, like, well, if you go to our link. <laughs> Follow the link in our, to our website. You can get a Who's Kim sweatshirt. Uh, www. The, the Suburban Podcast. The. Not, the. The, nigga. The one and only. To he. <laughs> uh, 
suburbanpodcast.com uh, forward slash shop. <laughs> Dead ass, that really does work. Do it. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, my aunt's getting married this summer in Mississippi. Listen, I'm ready. Somebody needs to put a ring on it over here. I'm just going to go ahead and speak that. I'm tired. I'm not dating none of you niggas no more. I posted that meme the other day that was like, don't talk don't talk to me. Talk to God. <laughs> if we ain't dating, I don't want it. Forget talking. Forget all this other bullshit. All this time wasting shit. I don't want it. A lot of people do that. My parents don't. My parents are in it to win it. Them niggas go hardcore. The only time my parents don't is when like one of them falls asleep on the couch, which happens a lot because my parents are somehow like eighty year old. 50 year old <laughs> well, my dad falls asleep in his man cave a lot but he always goes to bed at some point of the night yeah my parents have been together for 41 years damn my parents have been together and they're only 57 my parents have been married for 37 years and they've my dad turns 60 next year that's just wild yeah that's crazy and then, really, they, my parents were been dating since they were, like, 16. Yeah, my parents have, too. But friendship. If I'm with somebody from 41 years, I would have to be, from now, I would have to be 72 to see that shit. Damn, I don't ever think Ain't about that it. sad? That, that is wild. <laughs> you like, man, I bet you, kind of in the middle of my life, we just go ride the rest of this shit out. Um, Damn. We were, because we, me and my sister are fucked up. We were joking about what would happen if my parent like when the inevitable happens and one of them is gone mm-hmm. and then my my sister is like mama is one of those people she's gonna have to have a man so she go uh she go remarry and she was like i think she gonna remarry a white man <laughs> <laughs> and my mom was just like why are my kids talking about me like i'm not here and then my sister was like but if daddy is the one that's left he bet not marry nobody i was like why daddy probably gonna be solo like at this point both of them niggas they gonna have to get remarried because i ain't taking care of that no that's right <laughs> but i really think that's why my grandma passed so soon after my granddad some people just can't handle it, and i understand that like it my mom's been married to my dad since she was 18 fucking years old. Mm-hmm. She's never dated anybody else after she met him. She just kept talking about like having dreams of my granddad's truck pulling up. And I was just like, oh, I just can't even imagine. Yeah. That's so, oh. It's sad. Love is like such a crazy thing. <laughs> yeah. It's literally the craziest thing in the world. My biggest fear is like finally like being in love with somebody and marrying them and then they are like terminally ill like years, you know, a couple years into it or ASAP. Yeah. I'll be like, it'll be just my look. <laughs> <laughs> like things going right. Nope. <laughs> um, Knock on wood again. Bruh. Part of me, I don't know, bro. I gotta, 
I do. I gotta meet somebody. Cause I are meet- we gonna kill this bottle tonight? Oh yeah. <laughs> fucking right i want y'all to know we got one of the big bottles of wine big okay boys. this is this is the 13 dollar bottle <laughs> we're fucking drunk you <laughs> price that shit like a champ this like, is the 13.99 <laughs> this was 13.99 plus tax okay like my nigga see man let's get married bro <laughs> fuck all this other shit we just man, we ain't got this shit we was it's legal like man this my nigga <laughs> like, I mean, ain't this basically a best friendship though it's the same thing yeah except for we can get a tax break that's the other part what exactly is the tax break that you get with you, marriage because uh you get lower taxes but being single we're paying more taxes than if we were if we were married hmm. sounded better and better bro we can get this tax break. We can pay. We can share these fucking bills. Hey, put me on your phone plan, and it's a deal. Because <laughs> AT and T is taxing my ass for having Yo, a singular phone plan. That shit is the ghetto. That is. That's I gotta the read the fucking ghetto. I think about. I'm thinking about leaving AT and T. Real shit. I need to figure my shit out because I my phone bill is one. And I want to say my parents' phone bill with my mom and my sister on it is like a month. And I'm like, that don't make no sense. Mine is me and my mom and mine is, yeah. But or is it a little more on yours because you got a little more newer phone? Yeah. Um, It actually went down because I, I think they were like, man, we taxed. Mine was like that before I got on the unlimited plan, but... I know with the unlimited, your data slows down after you reach a certain amount, and I hate that shit. So I was just like, nah. <laughs> like me, it was originally, it was Maria, me, and Andre, and my mom. But slowly, Maria, of course, got married and got her own shit, and Andre, of course, got married and got his own shit. So it's just me and my mom, and I just pay both of ours. Um, my dad told me years ago. I was in college. He was like, no, nah, you need to. You need to have your own cell phone plan. Be on your own plan. And I was like, but why? <laughs> it's so many people don't pay their own cell phone bill. Like, I mean, shit. like I would have paid him. Like if he just wanted me to start paying my way, I could have done that. That's what I did with Andre before he got off. Like Andre was paying ours. And then I would just send him the money. Just like, nigga, it's the new millennium. I could, I could send you the money real quick. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to share a phone plan. <laughs> <laughs> what other bills do I need help with? You can get this other room. We could be roommates. <laughs> Netflix. I thought I already gave you my Netflix. I have my own Netflix. Why? I'm, I'm your hubby. You know I've I mean? <laughs> <laughs> been had my own Netflix. It was just like that one month where I literally didn't have shit in like... <laughs> I was like, yeah, my Netflix ain't on right now. <laughs> I got you, player. Uh, I got Hulu. I share that with my sister. Well, I, I pay it, but I share my code with my sister. I have Netflix and HBO Go. You gave me your HBO Go. I also have Disney Plus. You can have my Disney Plus. What other? You know what? The Disney Plus hype kind of fell off really fast. Ain't nobody talking about it no more. That first two weeks, everybody was all about it. I ain't heard nobody say it's shit about everybody, Disney Plus no Nobody more. had a free plan no more. <laughs> <laughs> That's why that shit fell off. Oh, yeah, that one week free? Um, or that, was it one month? They finally added the Proud Family. 
Finally, okay. So I, I bet they're just gonna slowly roll out some of the things yeah. that aren't on there no more. And then they they took off uh, Home Alone, and I think a Sandlot the other day. So mm-hmm. it's, it's just like Netflix have things Sandlot, go. Sandlot, Sandlot, Um, Disney Plus is still dope as fuck. My sister like they they use it probably more than me, but like because they watch all the Star Wars stuff. And uh, I, I heard still, the new Star Wars was really good. I loved it. A lot of people didn't like it because Star Wars fans are insufferable. <laughs> I fucking hate Star Wars fans. I need to go see it. Um, I'm a Star Wars fan, but I hate other Star Wars fans. Like Twitter, Twitter ruins everything. Man, we ain't talked about none of this shit, dude. <laughs> like, goddamn, how the fuck we get here? <laughs> We just fucking wide conversation. It don't matter. It don't matter. I forgot we were recording real shit. Like I know the main things we want to talk about. We still have to talk about the high maintenance thing, and then um, the campus eight hundred five thing. Okay, so high maintenance first, I guess. Um, I was talking about that. I brought that up because I forgot what happened at work the other day. Um, so I got my nails done for New Year, whatever, blah. That's some shit that I would do. Like, nobody should be surprised about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's some Kim shit. Um, and I, I was at work. I don't know what I was doing. I was either, like, cleaning the dishes off or something. And some somebody made a comment, like, oh, Kim, act like she can't do this because it looked like she got some fresh nails. And I'm like, what? First of all. I have never been the type of bitch to be like, oh, mm-mm, I can't mess up my nails. Like, no, like when I'm at work, like I'm working no matter what job I'm at. Like, I'm I'm not like a, oh, let me ask this man to do this for me or let me like, no, this is part of my job. No matter how dirty it is, like I'm doing it. Like I've even had people come up to me and be like, oh, why are you touching that with your hands and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, because it's part of the job. Like, I'm trying to get shit done and get out of here. Um, I'm trying to go home, nigga. <laughs> so then, like, the same person that was saying, you know, like, oh, Kim, look like she got her nails done. She can't she can't do this. Let me do this for her and yada, yada, yada. Turned into, like, you know, I don't I don't want me. I don't want no high maintenance woman like them, them high maintenance women are expensive and, and this, that, and the third. And I was just like, first of all, <laughs> tongue pop. First of all, why wouldn't you want anybody this high maintenance? Like, I, I want to know why people assume that being with someone that is high maintenance means that that's on their tab now. When do we just start assuming other people's financial tabs as soon as we got into relationships with them like I feel like if you were already doing something for yourself before you got into a relationship why can't you continue to do that for yourself when you're in a now I understand you know like wanting to gift your girl or your dude with something every now and then or maybe once a month paying for something but why do why do so many men expect that they are going to have to be the ones to take care of high maintenance women? I mean, that's that's kind of the societal norms that we're taught that we're there to take care of the ladies that we're with. Yeah, but since when did taking care of mean like the the extracurricular and and frivolous? Cuz to me like getting your nails done every 2 weeks is frivolous. 
getting your hair done every week or so is frivolous getting you know what i'm saying like buying new outfits and getting your lashes done and all that like all that is frivolous which is why i work the way i work so i can have that extra money to be able to do these things Bougie. <laughs> um, i know it's not necessary but you know what i'm saying like why i'm not going to go into a relationship expecting that somebody else should just pick up everything that i do for myself when it comes to those type things but i do think that goes hand in hand with our ongoing series of uh toxic femininity no just way <laughs> like i mean but that goes to it like people expect like that a meal would be paid and shit like that and they openly say it yeah so like at the yeah back bitches of, be like dead ass begging on like snapchat facebook twitter instagram somebody come pay my pay for like i need my nails done right I, I just want somebody to pay for my feet to be done and and, and this one person that started doing that's when i knew that shit wasn't gonna work out yeah, yeah i was like yeah it's one girl i know that faithfully asked for somebody to pay for her nails like once a month and it's always like and she always gets it from somebody and they always end up sending her like a ridiculous amount like 75 dollars i ain't simping no more and That's i'm a, like <laughs> it's some like I, I this bitch got two jobs and she live with a nigga like, how the fuck what do you need money for somebody said it the other day they were like man it's it's really funny that women are not as creepy as men because men will pay be like just send me a picture of your feet and i'll send <laughs> <laughs> i'll send you five hundred dollars <laughs> like he's like i wish some 50 year old woman to be like uh, can you just send me a picture of your your upper body I don't want to see your face in it. I just need to see your upper body and I'll send you money. <laughs> I don't Use know. me. But yeah. I, I think, think that just goes into my hate for like needy ass women. Yeah. I just I don't know. And I and and I guess it's just because that's not who I am. But that's who a lot of women are. I hate it. I just really not hate said it. Not said all women, of course, but there are a lot of women who are very vocal about the fact that they're trying to it's the same shit niggas be doing when they talk about like just using a woman for a pussy. It's, I hate it. 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 <laughs> yeah. But also, I don't know. I, I did write down a note. I said it wouldn't be an issue if people didn't put that out there. Of course, connected on that. And then. I also wanted to know where the negative connotation of being high maintenance came from, though, too. I think it's just it comes from the men who can't afford. See, that also sounds like these broke niggas is in their feelings. That's what it's like. The, it comes from men who want women who look a certain way or, or present themselves a certain way but can't. I don't think that's all. It, it's definitely a, a part of that. I think also people look at people who are high maintenance as never being satisfied with their current situation. Hmm. Therefore, they're always looking for a better situation. Therefore you can't really connect with somebody because as soon as they get tired of you, they go on to somebody else. Yeah, I guess. But it's also broke niggas out here. Also, (laughs) I don't want you to think that I was just saying, no, all these niggas ain't broke. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I'm be dead. I might leave this in, might not. The craziest shit about uh some of the dating situations I've been on is 
they probably totally could have get every cent out of me if they just acted right. I'm a I'm a all the way ass nigga. Yeah, me too. Like you could literally have everything, and these motherfuckers can't even act right long enough for that shit. But yeah, if you ask me blatantly to do some shit for me, or if you tell me that that you know what's expected of me is to pay for everything that you want and need as 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 a man with a job as a grown-ass man with a job if you tell me that you expect for me to be doing certain things for you frivolous things i don't like that shit like let me do those things on my own right don't expect me to do shit because you're gonna be expecting nothing because if i like you i already want to do those things, right but you gotta act right <laughs> exactly like it's it's tons of shit I fucking hate, but if somebody was interested in or they like something, I would go out of my way to make them feel comfortable or whatever. Yeah. Leading to our uh our first instance of bad bitch alert. <laughs> so, on Twitter, this one woman said she had a thread of saying, "See how niggas be," and this dude was all in this girl's uh messages because he had asked her to get red lobster for him and she said well um we're cooking this right now i really don't have the money for red lobster right now um would you be okay with one of these options and he said no i know what i a man of my caliber deserves right i deserve red lobster and he just goes on this uh bad bitch tangent (laughs) Uh, a broke bitch also let's get <laughs> let's not uh skip over that part because if you're begging somebody to get you red lobster and then you chastise them because they can't afford red lobster but you, in actuality you can't afford red lobster i i don't know that's like the baddest bitch shit i've ever heard first of all red lobster red lobster ain't good bro that's where you setting your bar at right that rubbery ass fish <laughs> okay <laughs> now I will not disrespect their cheddar biscuits because God put those on earth for us to enjoy. <laughs> but everything else is overrated. Fuck Red Lobster. Um, And then he, he went on the tangent. He was like, I know a man of my caliber deserves Red Lobster because last year I had it four times a week. And I was like, ew, you ate Red Lobster four times a week? Yeah, what the fuck? Do you not love yourself, sis? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> Spice up your life. <laughs> like, why are you doing that to your asshole also? That shit's got to be uncomfortable. That much seafood? Mm. you going to die of mercury poison. <laughs> I'm not even mad at the amount of seafood. I'm just mad at the amount of Red Lobster seafood. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, Four times a week for a whole year, which, Mm-mm. and then plus the other thing is that just clearly means you tricking on these motherfuckers. Like you a whole ass hoe for red lobster though, and I don't need no. He gonna bust it down for some <laughs> damn red lobster. <laughs> <laughs> like damn, you must got some weak ass dick. That's all you get. <laughs> red lobster four times a week. Like damn, like at least like give me like Ruth Chris or something. Like Son. stunt. Like red lobster. Like man. Red lobster 
where is it? Where does it rank on the on a chain? Red Lobster. So Red Lobster used to be one of those restaurants that we all thought was like uppity. Yeah. Up, it was up there right. with like Olive Garden and um Olive Garden. What else did we think was uppity that's really macaroni like, grill? Right. I don't know if that's a Huntsville specific thing, but yeah, if you live in Huntsville, you definitely thought macaroni grill was the shit. Um, Everybody was going after church. Like, Longhorn. Longhorn is, is is a little bit more up there than Red Lobster and and Olive Garden right now, but we all thought that those were like fancy places. Those were the places that everybody went after church that my mom, mm-mm. boom, right? Everybody else's church is going there, boom. But they have either fallen off or we just woke up. I don't know. I think it's a mix of both. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not good. I haven't been to Olive Garden in so long. The last time I went to Olive Garden, that's my nephew's favorite. Both my nephews, that's their favorite place. So they go all the time. The last time I went, my nephew was still a baby, like sitting in the high chair, baby. And we sat like, we sat like on that side that's off from like the main side, like Mm -hmm. right by the front door. And everything was like falling apart. Like it just didn't feel like the Olive Garden that I knew anymore. I was like, this ain't. Olive Garden betrayed me. (laughs) I was like, I can't get jiggy with this. The last time I went to Olive Garden was when Angie was still going to school down here. So that was four or five years ago. Mm. But how did we get there? Oh, Olive Garden. (laughs) Red Lobster. Red Lobster, yeah. Twitter niggas. (laughs) But yeah, man, like, don't, man, I just... And then the other thing about that thread, when uh, she was reposting the stuff, and then he started doing like that shit where like, I should have known I never should have been with a woman of your caliber because you yeah. can't handle me and you're ugly and all this other shit. And then like the girl was, she was a bigger girl or whatever. And this dude, they posted a picture of him. He looked like the average fuck nigga. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but of course. But they do, like people do that shit to break you down. And like just. When they give, have self esteem issues. Right. And Nikki, you broke. Like it's one thing that, like if I like if I asked you to be like yo Kim, can you stop at Sonic and get me a drink? Okay, but like to be like, <laughs> yo Kim, can you run a Red Lobster? <laughs> and if not, oh you a basic bitch, <laughs> right? <laughs> like get the fuck out of here. That's the oh you wasn't even that cute anyway, right? Like, like nigga, up. you just hurt. Yeah. It's just really, it's some bitch-ass niggas out here. Like, that shit is wild as fuck. Just say no to fuck boys. I Man, alright, I've had this theory also. I think women are just naturally attracted to fuck boys. I think so too, but I'm really trying to figure out why. I don't know why. Because niggas aren't, for the most part, attracted to fuck girls. It's some niggas that deal with a fuck girl, but for the most part, niggas is trying to find a s- stability. Mm-hmm. They might cheat on the side and have other <laughs> shit, but one of these bitches going to be stable. <laughs> I don't know. We be trying to have our cake and eat it too. Don't right, get me wrong, right. but y'all will give y'all all to a fuck boy yeah. and think that that's going to change the situation. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, I think it's part of that, like, the bad boy type being in all these movies that are, uh, yeah, that are directed to young women. 
But also it gets to a point to where I'm just, I don't know. Some people just are good at knowing what women like and they take advantage of that. And then some of us are. I think that is that. That's yeah. a, a wolf in sheep's clothing thing. Yeah. And then some of us are simps, as we say. Because I don't, I don't, I don't, I would like to think that there are not women who know that these men are fuckboys up front. No, there's women that know that there's niggas some, ain't shit. But I don't want to say the majority of the majority of us who end up with these fuck niggas, they didn't present themselves as fuck niggas in the beginning. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. But there are also people that like, niggas are just going to be ain't shit. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I wonder why. That's what I want to know, too. Because... I don't know. It's it's become more and more obvious when I, as I've gotten older. Because at first, like, I was on that, like, sad boy. Like, oh, nobody likes me. <laughs> this, uh, it, it, on that same tip, though, it's, I feel like it's still equally a good amount of men who are into, like, the crazy bitch type. Like, Oh, yeah, it's definitely people that love drama. I talk to a lot drama. of dudes that are just like, I don't know. It's just something about that crazy shit. Like, it's just so passionate. It's just so... Uh, I love it when we fight because I know that she going to come back in the end of the night and fuck my brains out and everything will be good. And then I'm just like, you need help. <laughs> As somebody who is also attracted to broken women, <laughs> <laughs> there is a certain level of that being true. Like, do we, I think, do we romanticize about like being the ones to fix them? Cause I'm done trying to fix niggas. Like I, I feel like that used to be me for a long time, but I'm not rehabilitating. <laughs> Rehab's closed. Nobody. And I, I, I told him ago. I said, look, I give great advice, um, but I'm not here to rehabilitate you. I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we can have all the conversations that that all the deep conversations all that we want to, Jesus to moments. but I'm not here to try to fix you and put a bandaid on your shit and heal you for one. Cause no, <laughs> fuck no. Two, cause I'm definitely not finna heal you for you to move on to the next bitch with all of my. <laughs> like Nigga. no, yes, that's not what I'm finna fucking yes. do. That is the thing that I am not doing anymore too. Mm-hmm. Because like I give you all this culture, this dope shit. I I give you this dope ass life for I, you to tell me that you just not looking for a relationship yeah. right now. And then as soon as we quit two, three months later, you in a relationship a with relation. another bitch with all of the shit that I done dropped off in your bag. No, I'm nah, not doing that. Fuck that. No, for me to look at the next bitch and be like, that's my nigga, but I'm gonna let you have him. <laughs> <laughs> I raised him. <laughs> so good luck, sis. So thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Curvy Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday.